Your enemy is dead. Brother Timothy announced that already. And now, he's coming to remove the head. You want the head to be cut off? The head of your enemy? Mama, let me, let me give him the microphone to finish this thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say praise the Lord. I said somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of the honor that's due his name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sure good to be with you today. This weekend has been a wonderful weekend in the Lord. Amen. We're just thankful for the opportunity to be here and to share our hearts. Amen. We just enjoyed ministering with our brother David. Amen. We're just thankful for him and his ministry. Amen. And all that God has done through him. Amen. We serve a great God. We serve a wonderful God. Amen. Let's just bow our hearts to him as we pray. Father, we just come to you tonight once again, Lord, and lay our hearts before you. We ask once again that you would come by our way, Lord, and minister to us, Lord. Lord, just, just put that final strength into your people, Lord. Lord, we know that you are raising a standard up in this day that we live. And Lord, the standard is your people, Father, the Spirit of God living in them. Overcoming in this world as you did when you was here 2,000 years ago. Lord, we love you with all of our hearts. We thank you for this opportunity. We ask you to bless us now once again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's turn in our Bibles to 1 Timothy 6. Also, 1 Corinthians 16. We'll read from 1 Timothy 6 and verse 12. Yeah. How many loves the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe you're just trying to catch your breath from all of that. <laughs> Amen. How many loves the Lord? Amen. 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 First Timothy 6 and verse 12. says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. 
Amen. Ruananga okuruano kulonji oroku kirisa. Nyweza anga obulamu obutagwao buwaitirwa. No yatura okuatura okulonji mumasu gabajuli rwabanji. First Corinthians 16 in verse 13. Wakulinsa ichisoka esule kuminamukago nyuru kuminesatu. Amen. Amen. We want to thank all the organizers of this meeting. Amen. From Brother Bus and his whole team. Amen. Amen. How many appreciates good musicians? Amen. God bless you. Amen. And wonderful songs and singing. We just so enjoyed our time here among you. I, I believe. I believe this won't be our last meeting. Maybe our last one here. But I believe we're going to meet again. Because I believe that time is coming very soon. Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 13. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Mutunulenga. Munuerenga, Mukukirisa. Muberenga, Basaja. Muberenga, Bamani. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Amina, Mukamabom Samizoktura. I'd like to read you a quote from our prophet. And from this, get, I want to get my title. He said, Someday I'm going to have a dinner with all of you. Won't that be wonderful? Just think after the battle is all over and we come up and we meet our loved ones and we sit down at the table across from each other. Won't that be wonderful? Amen. There will not be a crutch there. There won't be a wheelchair there. There won't be a cot there. There won't be a sick person. There. Amen. But then we will meet him. What a day that's going to be. And he said, when we see all that's sitting there at that table, and we'll say, God bless you, brother. God bless you, sister. He said, we'll, we'll no doubt shed some tears, cry a little bit of joy. But then at the head of the table, will come our king and he will walk down among us and he'll put his arms around us and he'll say you suffered much you went through much for me but he will wipe away all our tears Amen. And said don't cry no more it's all over with now he said, oh, what a great time that's, that's oh, going to be. He said, won't it be so wonderful to feel his arms around you and say, don't cry. Enter into the joys of the Lord. You fought the good fight. He said, but while we're here and we have this opportunity, let's make it a good fight, a real fight. 
testify. Amen, that's what I'd like to speak to you on this ending service. Let's make it a good fight. A real fight. Amen, let's turn the tide on our enemy. Amen, he came here chasing you. You go home chasing him. Amen, remember we're not on a picnic. But we are in a battlefield. Amen, many people they think when they become Christians. And that's just all there is to it. Life is going to be easy. No more mind battles. No more problems. Don't ever get that in your head. I became a Christian to fight. Amen, to fight the good fight of faith. I became a Christian. Christian to get in the battle. Amen. We are Christian soldiers. We have been trained. We have been brought up to know the techniques of the enemy and how to fortify ourselves and to know how to fight a good fight. Amen. Last night as I was speaking to you, I was telling you it was your time. This is your jubilee. I want you to understand this fight is not just a fight for preachers or song leaders or musicians, but we all must fight this good fight of faith. Amen. I wanted you to understand this was not just a jubilee for preachers, but it was your jubilee. It's not just my hands that can be laid upon the sick, but your hands can cast out devils. You have been called into this place to cast him out. When you see the devil arise, you cast him down. Amen. We are Christian soldiers. Amen. We have been called to a battle, but we have the Holy Spirit to direct us. We have the chief commanding officer. Brother Branham said this. He said, I, anything I hate to see is a spineless person who calls himself a Christian. He said, God wants somebody with some grit, with a backbone, that'll fight. They won't just lay over for the devil and let him run all over you. But you'll pull your sword and you'll fight. You'll take your inheritance. You'll take what God has given you. You'll take it all. It was an old brother by the name of Buddy Robinson. He said, Lord, give me the backbone the size of a, of a log. And let me fight the devil as long as I got one tooth. And he said, when all my teeth are gone, let me gum him till I die. Hallelujah. That's what I like. You've got to be determined. I'm going to break these cycles. I'm going to break my, my heritage that was handed down from a generation after generation. I am determined to live right. I am determined to act right. I am determined to walk right. I am determined to talk right. I am determined because God has placed something on the inside. Amen. 
God give you the Holy Ghost. I mean, he's got the Holy Ghost. Well, there's a determination that comes with it. He said, when you get that determination, get ready. You're about to take over. Hallelujah. Amen. Get ready. You're about to take over. Because I said so. No. God said so. Let's go take over. That's what God wants us to do. Come on now. Some of you young people need to go home and take over your bedrooms. Take over your car. Take over your private life. Amen. Take over your cell phone. Take over everything. The devil is trying to hinder you and put him under your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what we are commissioned to do. We are not commissioned to be the slave for some spirit or the slave for some devil. We are commissioned as the church of the living God to rise above every spirit, to rise above every devil and put him where he belongs under our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Joshua and Caleb. They went in to, to spy out the land. There was two of them that came back with a good report. And, and ten with a bad report. The ten come back and said, We look like grasshoppers. We, we know what you have grasshoppers. Oh yeah, I know I know you have grasshoppers. Because 30 years ago, I watched people eat grasshoppers. We eat them. Amen. That was not, that was not out somewhere yeah, somewhere yonder. That was in Kampala. That's right. I know you got grasshoppers. <laughs> But who told them that? Who gave them the idea? Could you, I, don't, I don't imagine it was like this. Mr. Giant, what do I look like? Oh, a grasshopper, that's what I thought. No, it was in their mind. They looked at their problems and made their problems bigger than their God. They looked at the walls of Jericho and made them bigger than their God. Amen, but not Joshua and Caleb. They said, we can do it. This is our promise. This is our inheritance. This is what God has given me. And how dare any devil stand in my way. God promised we could have it. He promised we could have the Holy Ghost. He promised we could have healing. He promised we could have deliverance. He promised it. I'll take it. It is our land. It belongs to us. But see, when you quit looking at the giants and you start looking at the word of God, you will take over. 
Oja kuwamba. Hallelujah. Walls can look really big when you're standing down here. But our position has been changed. We're seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you're not looking up at the walls. You're looking down at the walls. You're not looking up at that child. You're looking down at that child. Hallelujah. Thank you. I'm a country boy. I don't live I don't live in big cities with high buildings. Exactly. exactly. I live in the country. I went to Cape Town, South Africa. And I was walking down some of these streets. And I was looking at some of the taller buildings. Like, wow. You know, later that evening, the brother took us up on top of a building. And we sat down and had a meal on a rotating restaurant. Now I was looking down on the building. A few days later, I go up on Table Rock. And I'm, look, and I'm looking down. There's the restaurant. There's the building. Oh, wow, this is a high place. A few days later, I got in an airplane and I went over the top of Table Rock. What I'm trying to tell you, if your enemy is looking big, just come up a little higher. If your enemy is looking too impossible, just rise up a little higher. Hallelujah. We are astronauts. We are called for another dimension. Astronauts are looking at Earth saying how small it is. Yes. Meanwhile on Earth, people are having trials. People are going through sicknesses. People are dying. But astronauts see a little bitty object. Hallelujah. In this service, we're going to magnify how big our God is and how small your enemy really is. He's nothing but a bluff. When men and women quit looking at the sickness and the disease and they start looking at what God said about it, you'll take over all things. How many can say all? All things are subject to Jesus Christ. All things are subject to you when you pray. 
you ask in my name and believe it shall be done God makes big things very simple God in simplicity He takes big diseases that, that doctors gives a name this long And he puts them in three letters A-L-L All that's how little your the enemy that is against you is. He said, I am the Lord God that heals all. All, all that is Jesus. I am the Lord God that forgives all thy iniquities. Yona. Yona. Yeah. All. All your diseases. All your sin. All your iniquity. He has put under his feet. You say, well, I I just don't feel like very much, Brother Timothy. Are you part of the body of Christ? How many is part of the body of Christ? Well, in Revelation 10, I saw a mighty angel come down. And he put one foot upon the land and one foot upon the sea. He was showing he had dominion over it all. Amen. So I don't care what part of the body you are. If you're the skin on the bottom of the foot, the lowest of the lowest of the lowest, but when that foot goes down, every devil is under you. I'm the weakest of Christians. Every devil is under you. Let me just say this real quick. All the part of the body is important. The unseen and the seen. Actually, the unseen is more important many times the seen. You, you can cut a finger off and live. And still live. You can lose your arm and still live. But what happens if something on the inside, like your heart or your liver or something of impo vital importance, dies? Then the whole body dies. 
He said, we are one body jointly fit together. We are all important. Amen. I'm not just, so I'm not important because I come from a different country. That has nothing to do with it. I'm part of a body. That body is Jesus Christ. And we are everyone important. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyhow, one day there was a bunch of Israelites gathered on a hillside. And there was this big old giant. His name was Goliath. You know, when, when you said the devil's like this. When he gets an edge on you, that's when he thinks he has you. He walked out about 10 foot tall. Big armor and spear. I, I, said, I'll tell you what, what I'll do. I'll make an agreement with you. Send me a man to fight me. And if, he, if, if, he, if I win, then you serve us. If your man wins, then we'll serve you. Lying devil. Lying devil. Listen, the devil never keeps one of his deals. He said, well, I don't know if I can be a Christian. I don't know if I can be a Christian. Because I hear Christians have to give 10% to the work of God. So I don't know if I can afford that. Well, let me tell you. The devil takes more than 10%. Oh, yeah. I know. I used to serve him too. I know he takes a lot. I wasn't always a Christian. I didn't always serve the Lord. But thank God he changed my life. But I found out God gives more than he takes. Hallelujah. He'll give you back more than you can ever give to him. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. That went pretty good for about 40 days. Giant. Goliath's message. But one day, Brother Branham said, there was a different set of ears in the camp. Hallelujah. It went good for 40 days. When he, he can make his challenge. He could go in back in. And them Philistine women would give him a massage. Comb his hair. And feed him grapes. And he could lean back and he could say, I'm the man. But on this day, there was a different set of ears in the camp. And Goliath got up that morning. He didn't know it. 
But it was his last morning. He ate his breakfast. Probably had about 12 pancakes. Three dozen of eggs. Five cups of coffee. It was his last breakfast. He put on his armor. It was his last time to put his armor on. He walked out of his tent and he made his boast. It was the last time he was going to make that boast because there was a little David in the camp. And David heard him and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? How dare he, how dare he challenge the army of the living God? I'll fight him. Amen. David wasn't a fighter. He was a shepherd. Sure, he had a sling that would kill a lion. He, he, he could kill a bear. But you know the real secret behind David's courage? He had the anointing oil poured on him. Hallelujah. He knew he was next in line to be king. And there wasn't no devil going to stand in my way. Hello, bride of Jesus Christ. You're not some little nothing. You're not some nobody. You're in line to be the queen of heaven. The anointing oil has been poured over you. So don't let no giant stand in your way. Rise up a little higher. Rise up a little higher. Saul said, okay. Let, let me put my quotes on you. Let me, let me put what I believe on you. David said, this don't fit me. It don't fit who I am. And he began to testify of what God had done for him. How he killed the lion. How he killed the bear. And he said, that giant will be just as them. And he started walking down into the valley. I've been in this valley there in Israel. I've been in the valley there. I, I stood right there in that same little creek. And I picked up some rocks. You know what I realized? The promise was already there. All it needed was somebody to pick it up. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I invite you down into a valley. The promise is already there. All is waiting on is somebody that will take the challenge of the enemy and pick up a stone and say, Today, your head's coming off. 
We know the story. The Bible said David ran. Not ran away. He ran to the giant. And he slung a stone. And this stone hit that giant right there. And he stumbled. And he stumbled. And he fell. But David wasn't done. He went and got the sword of Goliath. And he lifted it up. So that all of Israel could see. My God is an awesome God. My God is a great God. And he took his head off. Then he grabbed that head of that child. And he lifted it up. Hallelujah. Oh, let's lift the head of giants tonight. Let's lift up the head of fear. Let's lift up the head of depression. Let's lift up the head of anxiety. Let's lift up the head of sexual problems. Hallelujah. I was in Israel. And they took us to the place called the, the skull, the, the mountain of the skull. Where, where Jesus died. And the God began to tell us. He said, when David fought Goliath, he said he brought him to the same place. And he stuck a spear in the ground. And he stuck his head on top of that spear. Because it, it was at a major crossroads. He wanted all of Israel to know your enemy is dead. And I thought, oh, the son of David came to the same crossroad and he was hung on a cross and he said these words, it is finished. It is finished. And he showed you your enemy has no power. He's just a bluff. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 He's given you the same abilities to overcome. Because the same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead also dwells in our mortal body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, put your faith in action. Turn it loose. And the Holy Ghost will come upon you. 
He said a man was telling me the other night he had a dream and he dreamed the devil was a little bitty devil. But after a while the devil said boo and he jumped back. He got smaller and the devil got bigger and he went. the devil went boo and he jumped back. He got smaller and the devil got bigger. He said but all at once the next time he jumped back he hid a Bible <laughs> and he pulled it out and he looked at that devil and he said boo he got bigger and the devil got smaller boo he got bigger and the devil got smaller amen it's time to tell your enemy I am not your child I am not your son I am not your daughter I'm a blood bought son of the living God Boo, devil, boo. God would say this the prophet would say this he said I want to speak to you something to enlighten you to the promise of God for this age this is in Satan's Eden in 65 he said not something for another day but for this day he said I want to bring something to your mind that would enlighten you I think that's a good thing we ought to pay attention because it's for this day he said I want to make you a better soldier in the field you're fighting now to learn the tactics of the enemy so you can block him before he gets to you he said that's the main thing is to learn to keep the punches off of you as much as you can hallelujah hallelujah you know there was a uh, there was a boxer his name I believe was Muhammad Ali and he, he, he had this uh, way of boxing he would lean on the ropes and he would take punches and hold them and he would just he would let his, his enemy just fly and he just back there blocking leaning up against the ropes until his, until his enemy got tired then when he got tired he came off the ropes he was fighting in a championship round for the championship belt and the plan was for six rounds he would stay on the ropes but in the seventh round he's going to come off the ropes and he came off the ropes and he knocked his enemy out hallelujah this, this bride has been on the ropes for 6,000 years six church ages trying to break it off but it's the seventh round. 
It's time to come off the road. It's time to take the fight to your enemy. It's time for you to quit being the tormented and become the tormentor. Because there's going to be a people on this earth that's going to torment Pharaoh's kingdom and going to give him such a hard time. He's not, they're not listening to what he says. They're not doing what he does. And he's going to get tired of them and say, get out of here. Leave my Egypt. Get out of here. There's a people on this earth that is going to torment the devil and torment the devil until he says, get out of here. Get out of here. Are you ready to go? I said, are you ready to go? We all have mind battles. That's the greatest battle ever fought. You know your prophet had mind battles? Oh yeah, he had mind battles. Amen, I'll tell you a few of them. He said, I was listening one morning to the broadcast on the radio. And it wanted to tell that creation came together by two little particles coming together. And Satan started trying to punch at me. And he tried to not only tell me that creation wasn't real, but all the Bible wasn't real. And that Jesus wasn't real. I, you know, he was just a man that lived like Billy Graham or Old Roberts. Yeah, yeah, he was a great man. But then after a while, he becomes so great that he became a god to them. And it's scattered all over the world since he's dead, and that's all there is to it. That's Satan speaking to the prophet's mind. And he said, I thought this. Satan, how a liar you are. <laughs> You've been talking to my conscience. He said, but I want to ask you a few things. Who was it the Hebrew prophet spoke about? That would be the anointed Messiah that would come 2,000 years ago. And it was foretold by the letter that he would come and he would live and he would die. And he did that just exactly as it was said. It was written in the word. And every word is true. Then he left. You want the devil to leave? 
Take him back to the word. It is written. It is written. It is written. Proverbs 18.21 says Let me say this first A thought Is just a thought Unless you let it become words And then those words become power Amen. As long as there's a thought, you just cast it down. But when you begin to speak it, that means you begin to believe what you're thinking. Proverbs 18:21. It says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Amen. How I many's got uh huh? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Matthew 12 verse 37 says By thy words thou art justified And by thy words thou art condemned a lot of power in what we say. Amen. Hebrews 4 verse 14 says, Seeing then we have a great high priest that's passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. The Bible also says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Proverbs 19 says, verse 14, says, let the words of thy mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. 141 in verse 3, Psalm 141 in verse 3, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the doors of my lips. Amen. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, probably not in Uganda. But in the U.S., we have a lot of people who speak before they think. Oh, yeah, I know. In Uganda, too. We're all humans. We say things. I wish I wouldn't have said that. Proverbs 13.3 He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. He that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. 
Hey, don't get mad at me. It's the Bible. You know, we have a, I don't know if this translates. We have a saying that says, I want to give him a piece of my mind. Sooner or later, if you give out too many pieces, you won't have any pieces left. Amen. I just can't wait to tell so and so. Why don't you just wait a minute and pray about it and let God deal with your heart and their heart? Oh, it's got quiet here now, boy. Where's all the rejoicing at? Hallelujah, You know how it is sometimes. I'll just tell you personal things. Maybe it's not like this in Uganda. But you, you know, if you have some something happened between you and another brother you start thinking in your mind I need to talk to him so I'm going to say this and he's going to say that he better not say that because if he does I'm going to say this and if, oh he better not say that I'm going to say this <laughs> We're having some home cooking tonight. <laughs> but you get to the brother and you start talking to him and he don't even know what you're talking about. It was all in your mind. We have to cast down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself above the word of God. Amen. Questions and answers. Brother Branham has asked this question. Please explain how a person knows if he's thinking his own thoughts or if the devil is placing thoughts in his mind to make him think wrong. Especially if you know you don't want to think them. Very simple. If it's contrary to the word, it's the devil's thinking. If it's with the word, it's God's thinking. If it's the wrong thoughts, it's the devil. If it's good thoughts, of the word and of God it's God's thinking hello somebody hello did, did you know did you notice who he left out you he said the devil he said God 
But the devil wants to come put thoughts in your mind. And make, you, and make you think it's your thoughts when it's his thoughts but if it's contrary to the word of God it's not your thinking it's the devil's thinking but if it's acceptable to the word of God it's God's thoughts Here's another question. In the case may be that the devil is placing thoughts in your mind about a certain thing. How may it be that I can overcome it or get rid of it? He says go the opposite direction. If you know you're a Christian and the devil tries to make you think you're not a Christian, you say, I am a Christian. I am a Christian. The man, the, man, the man continues with this question. He said, when you answer this, please pray for me to overcome. I know I'm not by myself. Brother Branham says, God grant your overcoming whoever you are. May your thoughts go to the right place. I am a Christian. I am a believer. Satan, you have no hold on me. And listen to this. He says, frankly, I'm standing right here saying the same thing to keep from fainting here in the pulpit because he was battling the same thoughts. The prophet had those kind of thoughts. <laughs> he was human. Hey, the, 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 the devil appeared in his room one morning. And he began to speak to him. He said, You have no power with God. Of all people to tell that to. <laughs> he had cast out demons after demon after demon after demon. And he's standing there before him. You have no power with God. Satan, Satan is a bluff. What do we do sometimes? You're right. You're right, devil. I don't have no power. <laughs> Feel my muscles, brother. I ain't got nothing. What did the prophet respond to him? Satan, you are an offense to me. Get out of here in the name of Jesus Christ. 
And he said he left. And he said after he left, the most precious presence came into the room. And this words begin to speak. The never failing presence of Almighty God is with you wherever you may go. I feel that same presence right now. He is with you. I won't always be with you. Brother David can't always be with you. But Jesus Christ can go with you wherever you may go. Hallelujah. Philippians 4 verse 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Brother Brandon would say, don't ever have a negative testimony. He said, if God reveals to your heart and speaks to you and gives you deliverance, only have the testimony. I am delivered. He said, because if you start testifying to the other side, the, the negative, then it'll come back worse than ever. Let the weak say, I am strong. I am strong. I am healed. I am delivered. I am set free. It is done. It is finished. It is over with. He said, say it till you actually believe it. Yes. Say it till you believe it. Don't have a negative testimony. Well, I still feel bad. I still feel bad. I still feel down. I still feel bound. No, don't have that kind of testimony. I am a Christian. I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. I've been blood bought. I've been paid for. My debt is paid. Amen. You say, well, I, I'm weak. My faith is not very much. I'm not a very good Christian. That's just what the devil wants you to say. You're talking his language then. 
Oh, we want to talk English and we don't want to talk Ugandan and we want to talk Kenyan. But let's don't learn hell's language. You must never say that. You must never say that. Don't ever let your testimony be negative. Let it be positive. I'm saved. I have God in my heart. I am a believer. I belong to Jesus. Jesus is mine. Hallelujah. He's mine no matter where I go. No matter where I am. He is mine. And I am his. Hallelujah. Amen. Your body will obey your confession. Amen. Amina. Well, Brother Timothy, I have thoughts. What I do about them? Cast them down. Go back to the word. That's what Jesus did. Satan came to him in his weak moment. If, if thou be the son of God, then turn these stones into bread. He said, Satan, it is written. He took him back to the word of God. Brother Brandon would say it's like this. He said you can't keep thoughts coming through your mind But you can keep them from staying there He said it's like a farmer said He said I can't keep a bird from flying over my head But I'm sure not going to let him build a nest in there Hey all right, let's go to the spiritual side. There's a lot of people that walk into church with a bunch of bird nests in their hair. <laughs> you know what you do with a bird? Well, okay, I'll tell you how we do it in America. This may not be politically correct. I apologize in advance. But I'm not going to change. Amen. We got this bird. He loves to build a nest on the side of your house. It's a big muddy mess. And his, and, his, and his manure, his bird droppings go all the way down. And you cannot shoo him the way. You can shoo, shoo, shoo. That don't work. You know what you do? You get a gun. And you wait for him to come. Boom! 
You wash the nest over your house. No more bird. No more house. Or no more nest. Let me let you in on a little secret. You've been given a double barrel shotgun. It's called the Old and the New Testament. And it's fully loaded with ammunition. It's fully loaded with ammunition. This gun. Get this. Yeah, double barrel shotgun. You know what that is? It's got a barrel on this side. It's got a barrel on this side. And it's just waiting for that devil. He comes. He comes traipsing through your house and then when you get home from camp. He's going to come back to the same old place. Kick back on your bed like he always done. But all of a sudden, he comes around a corner. Boom! 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 Why? Because the same man that left is not the same one that came back. You came here empty, but you're going home filled. Hallelujah. There's plenty of ammunition here for you. Take it and drive your enemy out. This is my house. This is my land. This is my inheritance. Take your hands off of what God gives you. Hallelujah. I'm about to give you some ammunition. It's all found right here. You ready? I mean, it's ready for some bullets. I'm justified. I'm bought. I'm purchased. My body is his temple. I have eternal life. I have access to God. I am inseparable from Christ. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I am accepted in the beloved. I am made righteous by his blood. I am loved by God. He loves me. He chose me. I am his. I 
I am an overcomer. He is my defense. He is my peace. He is my refuge. I belong to him. I have a sound mind. Hallelujah. I am his. He is mine. He is my shepherd. I am his sheep. He gives me daily benefits. He wants my fellowship. He will keep me. I have living water. I am his friend. I am one in Christ. I am one with him in spirit. I am complete in him. He is my high priest. He's the author and finisher of my faith. Boom! Let it go! Boom! I'm not done giving you bullets yet. I'm not finished giving you the bullets. But you can have the prettiest gun. And it can be fully loaded. If you don't pull the trigger, it'll never go off. He can give you all the bullets you need. He supplied the weapon. But if you just leave it on a shelf somewhere and you don't start using it, it'll do you no good. But if you'll use it, it'll defeat your enemy. <laughs> Hallelujah. The next camp you come to or the next meeting you come to you won't come all bound and defeated all withered up you'll come holding Goliath's head look what I got my God's still the same yesterday today and forever I am his friend I am in Christ. He is not ashamed of me. He is my brother. He is my healer. He hears my prayers. He answers my prayers. The Lord is on my side. He is my peace provider. He is my help in the time of trouble. He is my comfort. It is his grace that's sufficient. He will never leave me or forsake me. Boom! 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 Sin has no dominion over me. I have been quickened. I have been made alive. I am an heir of God. I have an inheritance. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. 
Echinumba, Echinampangula. God wants me to prosper. God wants me to prosper. God sent trials are for my good. But nevertheless, I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm blameless. I'm forgiven. Therefore, I can forgive. Hallelujah. Let's stop right here in the middle of these bullets. The forgiveness you give is the forgiveness you receive. <laughs> he said, Father, forgive us as we forgive others. So as you forgive others, God hands you forgiveness. Don't come asking forgiveness when you haven't forgiven. Oh yeah, I know I'm on the top of it right there. I can forgive. I will not avenge myself. I will not avenge myself. I have this assurance. God will keep me. And if I fall and make a mistake, I will get up again. I will get up again. Because I am called, chosen, faithful. I am of a priesthood of a holy nation. I can do all things through Christ. I can ask in his name. I can resist the devil and he will flee from me. When I overcome, I inherit all things. He will change my body. He will never leave me. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. He will preserve me. He will hold me. He will deliver me from my enemies. He makes me dwell in safety. I will lay down in peace and sleep. I am an attribute of God. No one can take my place. I come from God. I'm going back to God. Hallelujah. I will not fear cancer. I will not fear diseases. I'm an object of his love. I bring God pleasure. I belong to his kingdom. I'm a part of a church. It's a glorious church. I must and will have perfect love. I am called a child of God. I 
My angel is always with me. If God be for me, who can be against me? Heaven is my home. The rapture's for me. I have my own table, my own chair at the table. The millennium is for me. The holy city is my future home. When there is no more devil, I still will be. Boom! Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Your enemy has an expiration date. Hallelujah. Cancer has an expiration date. Mind, mind battles have a date to die. Amen. We ask the musicians to come. Hallelujah. About, about two years ago. My mother passed away. Going on three, three years ago now. But when she was going through this issue of brain bleeds, she was in and out of the hospital. And she was, we didn't know what would happen. And I had some meetings to go to just like these. And my father said, we're at a Red Sea moment. We, we're either going to back up or we're going to speak and go forward. So we, we went on. I went to the meetings. While I was at Brother Ron Spencer's, I was preaching on these words. The God that answers. The God that answers. And I would preach, I was preaching on God, Brother Brandon speaks about it. He says, God answers. He said, God always answers. But many times it's in an unexpected way, in an unexpected place, in an unexpected time. He said, but the deal is you have to recognize God answered. 
I was coming down at the end of that service and I'd walked away from my iPad here that I keep my notes on and it had went dark and I was standing in the front of the pulpit and I was speaking about the three Hebrew children how that they were going into the fire we won't, we'll save time here but but how God looked over and Brother Branham said he caught the east wind and the west wind and the lightning and as, he, as they stepped into the fire the fourth man came down it takes a fire to produce a fourth man all of a sudden I hear somebody speaking at the pulpit and I, I didn't have a watch at that time that would operate operate my iPad but brother Ron sitting behind us he saw my iPad light up and it goes flipping through the icons it pulls up the message goes down through the messages Picks a tape. Picks a tape. And I hear this voice. Said, My favorite of all the hymns. Said, Booth Cliburn wrote it in a cornfield. Booth Cliburn name. name of, yeah. Wrote it in a cornfield. He said, But it's my favorite of the hymns. He said, Because it expresses the extreme deity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Especially in the day that we're living in. He said, People want to make him just a prophet. But he was more than a prophet, he was God. Amen. And it was booming all over the audience out of my iPad. And I just looked at it for a moment. And it went back off. And I got to looking at what song he was referring to. It was down from his glory. Ever living story. My God and Savior came. And Jesus was his name. Born in a manger to his own a stranger. I would leave that meeting, go the next weekend to Brother Josh Bennett's. My mom during that time would come out of the hospital and seemingly improve. But after I got through preaching at Brother Josh's, I flew home. And the day I landed in Shreveport. The day I landed in Shreveport, she went back into the hospital and she never came out. She would pass away some weeks later. But a few days I would go see her. She had had so many brain bleeds that she wouldn't speak. You could tell maybe she recognized you a little bit. But she wouldn't say any words. And for about 20 something hours, she had not spoken a word to anybody. I walked into her hospital room. I looked at her brother Bus and I said, I said, Mom, look at me. 
I said, I want to let you know God's in the fire. She turned and looked at me and she started singing down from his glory. Every living story my God and Savior came and Jesus was his name. Born in a manger. She sang the whole verse to me, Brother Bus. Then she lifted up her hands. She goes, oh, how I love him. Oh, how I adore him. My strength, my sunshine, my all in all. A few weeks later, she, I, thought, I, thought, I thought she's healed. I thought it was over with. That's where my faith was. A few weeks later, she would go across the curtain of time. I was sitting about the second row at her funeral. And I was saying, why, God? Why did you do all of these things? And then her die. He spoke these words in my ear. He said, she's okay. He said, but I came down to show you. I'm in the fire with you. And he began to speak to my heart. And he said, you won't always sing this song. But I'm going to give you a new song to sing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got to researching that all through the Bible. I read about Miriam. She one day sung the songs of slavery. But one day, she sung the songs of freedom. I read the song about Hannah. She one day sung the song I'm bearing. I can't bring forth a child. But one day she sang the song of happiness of a mother of many children. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. How many know you know the song? I am blessed. I am blessed every day that I live. I am blessed. I don't, I'm not going to sing it. When I wake up in the morning, when I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. I am blessed. I find too many people turn the words and they sing this they sing this song I'm depressed I'm depressed every day that I live I'm depressed when I wake up in the morning when I lay my head to rest <laughs> that's not my song can you give me the key of G Gee. Amen. 
I'll tell you what it is for me. Play it, play that chord for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. What the Lord has done for me. Oh, I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. What the Lord has done for me. Well, it makes me happy when I think about all he's done for me. Makes me happy when I think about what he's done for me. Makes me happy when I think about Hey, man, let's get this in the right key. You got G? Give, give me the key of G. G, that's G. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. Oh, what the Lord has done for me. It makes me happy when I think about the devil is under my feet. Makes me happy when I think about the devil is under my feet. Makes me happy when I think about the devil is under my feet. Oh, what the Lord has done for me. Well, he broke my chains and he set me free. That's what he done for me. Oh, he broke my chains and he set me free. That's what he done for me. Well, he broke my chains and he set me free. That's what he done for me. What the Lord has done. Has the Lord done something for you? Oh, it makes me dance when I think about the devil is under my feet. It makes me dance when I think about the devil is under my feet. It makes me dance when I think about the devil is under my feet. Oh, the devil is under, he is under my feet. Oh, victory is mine. Oh, victory is mine. Victory today. Oh, I told you. Oh, victory today. It is mine. Joy is mine. Joy, joy is mine. So much joy. So I got down on my knees. I 
it and shout it. Anybody got the victory this year? Anybody got joy? Today! Today!
comes upon my heart. I will praise my David. to meet him. You understand? Jesus Christ is coming, so do what? Like Zacchaeus, he had to climb a tree. If you sit and think that you come to your house, you are going to miss it. So it says, Mambo Jesu arimunzil, iwe manya usanganen. So what you say is just, iwe manya usanganenai. Right? Iwe manya usanganenai. Iwe manya usanganenai. Simple as that. Is that right? Right. Can I can I take the key a little uh, down a little bit? Mambo Jesu ari munzil iwe manya usangane na Mambo Jesu ari munzil iwe manya usangane na Watu manya usangane na Watu manya exactly Watu manya Chito manya Mambo Jesu ari Iwe manya Exactly Mambo Jesu Ari Munzi Otomanya Oton Oton This running is not for people going to meet Jesus This is for people going to see their girlfriend somewhere Or that are going for an interview for a job that does not pay somewhere But if you are going to meet Jesus You have got to run around Is that right? With energy You are youths we are youths. The Bible says, letter to you young men who have heart, who have energy. Letter to you young men who are strong. Huh? So let us act as we are strong. Sanganena. Iwe manya. Yes, that's right. Iwe manya. Amayangu sanga. Manya manya. Chito manya. Chito manya. Your job is on the road. Chitamana. Your marriage is on the road. I remunti. What a mania. Aya mania. Chitamana. Aya mania. Aya mania. Aya mania. Aya mania. 
manya 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 brother manya sister manya that's right manya manya these people have been to Zimbabwe these people have been to Zimbabwe they know how we do it back home manya 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 Manya, manya. These people have been to Zimbabwe, Pastor. They know how we do it back home. Manya, manya. Let's go, musicians. Otaya go irimuti. Iwe manya. Fumaya go irimuti. Oto manya. Manya, manya. Manya, manya. Chito manya. Manya, 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 chito manya, 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 usaneta, manya, 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 cho, 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 that's right for the Lord. Make a shout of praise! Make a shout of praise! Cha, 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 Something your jacket, your handkerchief, anything that you can lift. Manya, 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 Manya Usanga Nena. Right, hold on. Hold on. There is more. Hold on, there is more. Eh? There is another song again that we sing. Tobururuka, Tobururuka. It means we are flying. Eh? The Bible says in the book of Matthew that wheresoever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered. Eagles are known for the characteristics of flying high above the storm. Brother Tim said I was in an airplane. Eh? I flew over the table mountain. It was very small. When I came to Uganda, I never boarded a plane, let me tell you. But when I was in that plane, I looked at the giant buildings of Harare, where I come from. They were so small. They were so small. So tomorrow, we want to sing, Topururuka, Topururuka. You will see how small your problems will get when you get to those heights. So it's an easy song. It says, Topururuka, Topururuka, Topururuka. Nemu faro to bururuka to bururuka to bururuka nemu faro to bururuka to bururuka to bururuka nemu faro to bururuka to bururuka to bururuka hold on so what you do is you've got to go on the beat to burdi to bururuka to burdi nemu it's one four five simple right so to bururuka 
Tobururuka, Tobururu one. Nemu five five. Tobururu one. Tobururuka, Tobu. Right, all right. Listen. Let us sing it alone, eh? They will join in if they catch it. These young men are a bit slow today. But they are not going to delay us, eh? Our flight is not going to get delayed. Like Brother Taz's plane. Ours will take off no matter the circumstances. Right. So what we take, what we do is Tobururuka. Tobururuka, Tobururuka. Nemufaro, Tobururuka. Tobururuka, Tobururuka. Nemufaro, Tichi Farira. So when I say Tichi Farira, all of us say Tichi Farira, Tichi Farira, Tichi Farira. It's simple. So your line is what? Tichi Farira. So we say Tichi. When we get to Tichi Farira, we clap our hands. Tichi Farira.
Yeah.